Bishop Coleman, it's good to be with you again. I know that this summer was very busy and long with some speed bumps, but I'm glad to be with you. Um, after about six or seven weeks of absence, um, this is rolling with Jesus. I need to be rolling with Jesus because we laugh with Jesus, we cry with Jesus, we talk with Jesus, and we roll with Jesus and everything in between. This week, I was going to read some of the um, taboo stories of the Bible, but um, that deal with physically physical healing. Um, I've tried to record them several times this summer, and it just didn't work. So I'm I'm gonna read them again. Hope that you enjoy my version of them because they're slightly different than the traditional stories found in the regular Bible. Um, I rewrote them so that they would be more approachable for people in wheelchairs and people with mobility issues and the disabled population in general. Here we go. The first one is uh, traditionally found in Matthew 9, chapter 9, verses 1 through 8, Mark. Uh, Two, one through twelve, Luke. Uh, five seventeen through twenty-six. It says, and getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city, and behold, some people. But to him, a paralytic lying in bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, he said to the paralytic, take heart, my son, your sins have been forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is disrespecting God. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? 
for which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say rise up and fall on but that you may know the, the sons of man has authority on earth to forgive sins he said then to the paralytic rise up pick up your bed and go home and he rose and went home when the crowds so when the crowds saw this these dead oh, when the crowds saw this they were afraid and they glorified God who had given such authority to man and again that is found in Matthew 9 verses 1 to 8 Mark 2 2 Mark 2 1 through 12 and Luke 5 17 through 26 I started with that story and we wrote it replacing words like stand and walk with rise up and walk on because it's the story that's given me the most uh, trouble and uh, that I've struggled with my whole 25 years of, of uh, this Christian journey. Um, I, I don't believe that one has to stand up and walk to be whole. I believe that God has created each of us uh, with the disability um, to, to glorify God and his, his uh, way be the way that God has made them. So that's why I changed the words. The next story is found in Matthew 9, verses 20 and 22, Mark 2, verses 18 through 22, Mark 5, 33 through 39. And for the sake of the story, I'm just going to... Okay. Anyway, it says... And behold, a woman, for the sake of this story, let's just call her Zoe. 
because I think it makes it more intimate if we name these, give these people names because at some point they had faces and personalities. Anyway, starting again with, and behold, a woman named Zoe who had suffered from discharge of blood for 12 years came up behind him, meaning Jesus, and touched the front of his garment. For she said to herself, if only I could touch his garment, I will be made perfect. Jesus, Jesus turned to her and seeing her, said, Take heart, Zoe, your faith has made you perfect. And instantly the woman, Zoe, was made perfect. And again, that's found in Matthew 9, 20 through 22, Mark 2, 18 through 22, Luke 5, verses 33 through 39. I included this story because sometimes um, impairments or, or challenge, challenges aren't uh, visible from the outside. Um, I know that there's lots of you that have learning uh, delays and developmental delays, but it doesn't mean that we're any less perfect in the image of God and through the eyes of Jesus. This story is also a short one, but it's one of my favorites in the Bible, and you'll see why. I only changed one word in this, this passage. So it's from John 9, 1 through 3. It says, As he passed by, meaning Jesus, he saw a man disabled from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who has sinned, the man or his parents? that he was born with disabilities. Jesus answered, it was not that this man didn't know his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed for him. And I changed the word 
blind to disabilities so that it would it would connect to all of us, no matter what our disability, our challenge, our weakness is, was, will be. The next story is the first story I rewrote when I thought about doing this story time with y'all when I started to do this in the middle of the summer. So it's from Acts 3 to the 8. It says, And a a man, for the sake of the story, let's just call him Bob, um, physically challenged from birth, being carried whom decided to lay daily at the gate of the temple called Beautiful Gate to ask for alms. Alms is another word for change, uh, meaning he was begging for money to survive. About to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. Again, that means change. And Peter directed his gaze at him as did John and said, Look at us. And he fixed his eyes to them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold. But what I do have... I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and roll on. And he, he looked. Bob. Oh, he took Bob by the hand, by the right hand, and raised him up and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong and he began doing a happy dance. He straightened straightened up and began 
Swan and entered the school with them rolling on, dancing and praising God. And again, that's from Acts 3, verses 2 through 8. I really enjoyed thinking of words to rephrase that story, rewrite that story. The next one is traditionally Paul's uh, story um, found in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, seven through ten. It says, "I I didn't change any in this this." change any words in this story because I thought it spoke to all of us given what it says. So to keep from being conceited because of this passing greatness of the revelations Avon was given to me in my flesh. A messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. I Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it, it should be me. But he said to me, but the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my Power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I, Paul, will boast all the more quietly in my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with my weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. <coughs> For when I am weak, then I am made strong. Again, that is... Second Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10. So the next story is the story of the transfiguration. And again, I didn't change 
any words from the giant because after we read it, I will uh, explain how I think it relates to disability, weaknesses, challenges, and everything in between. It's found in Matthew Matthew 17, verses 1 to 8, and Mark 9, chapter, chapter 9, verses 2 to 8. Sorry, for some reason, I don't have um, the Luke reference, even though the Luke reference is on my wall. I didn't think to include that one, but it's a look somewhere. Okay, it says, it says, uh, <coughs> and after six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, and led them up a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became radiant, intensely white, as no bleach on earth, as no one on earth could preach them, and therefore appeared to them uh, Elijah with Moses and me were talking with Jesus and and Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good that you are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for you, one for Mo Moses, one for Elijah. But he didn't know what to say. He was to fight, and a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved son, listen to him. And I'm immediately looking around. They were... They no longer saw anyone with them but Jesus only only and they were coming down from the mountain. He seems he chose them to the he told them to tell no one what they had seen until this son of man had 
poisoned from the dead, so they kept themselves questioning what this what was the reason that Henry asked him why to this way say Elijah does Elijah does come first and restore all things and how is it written the son of man he should support things and they were tested in the in this concept but I tell you Elijah has come and they did not and they did to him whatever they please as it is written and again that is from the transfiguration. I I included that because um, well let me just read the reason. You probably sick of hearing my voice, but I promise him that um the transfiguration tells us no matter what oh disabilities, challenges, impairments, and weakness look like on earth. We can look forward to our glorified bodies and glorified selves when his kingdom, kingdom comes as, he's, as we wait to hear the words Spoken by Jesus. Well done, good and faithful servants. And with that, all God's people said, Amen. I will see you next time, hopefully next week. (laughs) 